Well, blessings, everyone. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me again. Uh, again, I'm having to do the podcast in a little different kind of way, making all sorts of adjustments because my computer died. Yeah. Uh, the good news is it was backed up in various forms and fashions here and there, but I still am running into some limitations. But anyway, this works, apparently. And so we'll, we'll continue to give it a shot and see if we can't get back to maybe even a better way down the road. I uh, appreciate your patience, and, and thank you for joining with us. I've heard from a couple more folks this week that they have uh, sort of joined up. and uh, A little podcast time right here, you know, where it automatically downloads, and that's cool. So uh, continue to pass the words to folks, okay? Uh, what we're looking at here of late is the book of Jude, where the Lord has been uh, warning about certain men that have crept in. And so if you're just joining us for the first time today, go back to the last three or four episodes and listen to those uh, because I've spent a good bit of time just reiterating what the scripture says about these men. But we're at verse 17 right now, and it starts with that most powerful word that you see in scripture, but, <laughs> B-U-T, because it's drawing a uh, contrast between uh, these men, the ones that have crept in, the ungodly men, and what he's wanting to say to the ones that he's writing to here. And so this is the 17th verse of Jude says this, but you, beloved, ought to remember the words that were spoken beforehand by the apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ. So he's bringing something here and he's telling them something. First of all, he's calling them what they are and who they are, that they're beloved. Not only beloved by him and of him, but of the Most High God and the Lord Jesus Christ. Because we know from the beginning that he said, hey, I wanted to write to you about our common salvation, what we have experienced. But I felt the necessity to write to you, to really, really encourage you, to exhort you, to uh, uh, contend earnestly for the faith because these guys are creeping in and they're perverting the faith. So he calls them beloved and he says, I want you to remember something. Remember the words that were spoken beforehand by the apostles. So they had access to the writings of the apostles. Some of these folks would have actually have heard the apostles. He says, remember what the apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ said. Now, verse 18 continues on. That they were saying to you, and then he quotes what they said. So here's what the apostles said. In the last time, there will be mockers following after their own ungodly lust. And so the apostles were saying that. Uh, we know that Peter said this because first and second Peter talks exactly about these things. That in the last days, that there will be mockers and that they will be following after their own ungodly lust. Well, what does that have to do with the uh, people that Jude's writing to? Because they lived some 2,000 years ago. So was that the last days? Well, yes. Uh, you know, there's the last days and there's the last days, right? Uh, when you look in the first chapter of Hebrews, you see that uh, uh, that we are in the last days. And it's actually described that since the Lord Jesus Christ has come in the flesh, that that's the last days. Uh, when Peter's writing, there's uh, an understanding of the last days that are even uh, further than we are right now, down the road from where we exist. And so you have to see what the context is of what the last days is. So yes, uh, from Jews' perspective, these mockers were in his lifetime there, but they're also in our lifetime, and they're also yet to come. Well, there's a couple things. What do they do? Well, what do mockers do? Mockers mock. Peter tells us, that they're mocking because they're saying, hey, uh, where's the promise of his coming again? 
Because ever since the beginning of the world, everything has continued to be the same. But we haven't seen anything like that. And Peter just rips them to shreds. And he says, hey, what are you talking about? No, here's what's going to happen. And uh, he says, in the last days, everybody's going to be saying, well, everything remains the same. That's actually a scientific term for that. It's called uniformitarianism. To where they'll look at the Colorado River and say, well, we can see that it's etching away at this right here. So uh, this canyon, so therefore it's taken the Grand Canyon millions and millions of years to develop. Well, no, that's not what happened. The Grand Canyon is a great wash out of a great flood. Okay, that's what's going on with that. And so, uh, but Peter warns us and says, they're going to come along and they're going to mock and they're going to make fun of you. And what is driving that is that they are following their own ungodly lust. And that's what these men that Jude's talking about that have infiltrated the, or, the body of Christ that have come in and that are hiding in their uh, love feast and things like that. They're following after their ungodly lust. And then he says this in verse 19. These are the ones who cause division. They're worldly minded and they're devoid of the Spirit. Woe! And I'm sitting there thinking, boy, I can, uh, I'm, I've experienced that before, haven't y'all? People that are part of the organizational body of Christ, the organizational church, okay, which is not the true body of Christ, okay, it's not a part of the organism that have come in and they bring division to the organism. That's what was happening with these folks. They have snuck in and they're bringing division. Their mind is focused upon the things of the world and they're devoid of the spirit. Uh, you know, there's a separate thing I do in writing a, a daily blog. And so if you've never gone to that, just go to my website. It's just dalemore.tv. And I just do a little daily thing. And I've been going through the book of Mark lately with that. And in Mark 8, uh, we encountered uh, Mark's account where Jesus says, hey, he's talking to his disciples. He said, who, who do people say that I am? And they say, oh, some say that you're Elijah. Some say this and some say that. And, and he says, well, who do you say that I am? And Peter looks at him and says, well, you're the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus looks at him and says, you know what? Flesh and blood has not revealed that to you, but my Father in heaven. In other words, you didn't get that from any teaching. You didn't get that from your own mind. You got that from God the Father. And then Jesus starts explaining to them how he has to go to Jerusalem and how he has to die. When he's explaining that, four verses later, Peter looks at him and says, Lord, no. Lord, no. And we've talked about this before. You can't call him Lord and say no to him. Right? But we so readily do that. But in the Mark account, there was a, a verse that just really struck me this time. There's a portion of it. Jesus looks at him and responds and says, what? Get thee behind me, Satan. Well, we're very familiar with that. But then Jesus says something along the line, because get thee behind me, Satan, because you are thinking uh, with the mind of uh, man. Okay? You're thinking what man is thinking with this right here, not what God's thinking. Okay, and we do that so often. We come along, and we're we're worldly minded, and we're not uh, God minded in everything. Yeah, I know that's sort of convicting. Isn't it? <laughs> you said the thing. Wait a minute, I do that all the time. You know, I come along and think, well, this is I'm thinking about this and that. But when Jesus says, when he particularly when he ties it in <clears throat> to the get thee behind me, Satan type of thing, you know, when he's saying that. And we think, well, is that what he really meant? Yeah, because what it's saying is this. You're thinking of man's mind, man's interest, and not God's interest. Now think about that for a minute. 
man's interest and not God's interest. Jesus actually ties it in that uh, man's interest right there is actually uh, the mind of Satan and speaking forth the voice of Satan. So anyway, in the last part right here of this verse in Jude, he says, they are devoid of the Spirit. Devoid of the Spirit. So we've known from the beginning when uh, Jude was talking about these folks, he calls them ungodly. So we know that they're meeting with the true church <coughs> and they're gathered together, but they're not truly saved. So what we cover today, Jude is saying is, remember the words of the apostles that in the last days they're going to be mockers. So don't be distracted by that. And they're going to be following after their own godly lust. These are the ones that do certain things. They cause division. They're worldly minded and they're devoid of the spirit. Now, the very next verse says, but you, beloved, just like verse 17 started, verse 20 starts. So we'll pick that up next time. Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for being with me. And I'll see you again later. Goodbye.